We pick up on Daf uh, 9, on Daf Tet at the top. Uh, it says, uh, we had yesterday we'd had uh, three different sources of two uh, verses from Isaiah and one from Kohelet about uh, the, the concept of measure for measure. So now once we've had that, now the Gemara says, We start off with the verse from uh, Kohelet. It says, one by one adds up to a large amount. Uh, so therefore, Saon Barash Lamali. Uh, <clears throat> right I need every boot uh, stamped with fierceness uh, as we said with with a loud noise etc why do I need that as well Lamali la Mora says to teach you uh, that even when uh, the small sins are punished uh, they they get a punished uh, measure for measure so even though it all adds up uh, one to teach you about that all adds up and the second one is teach you uh, that it happens in the same way uh, that the person sinned, so too do they get punished. Um, once you learn that out from chapter 9 in Isaiah, uh, why do you need uh, chapter 27 in Isaiah, where it says, When you send her away, you contend with her. So why do I need that verse in addition? <coughs> we need it for Rav Kanin Ba Papa. Because he says, So until uh, Hashem doesn't uh, come along and punish a nation, even though the nation is deserving, until its time gets is to be uh, sent away from the world. All right? And that's it. So even um, though... Uh, individuals uh, might get uh, uh, punished uh, partially uh, over a period of time. That's actually Hashem's mercy that He pass, p- uh, punishes uh, us a little bit each time for our sins. He doesn't take it all out upon us. When it comes to a nation as a whole, Hashem lets it lets it accumulate and then all of a sudden uh, brings His uh, wrath on that particular nation and wipes them out. And how do you know that? Shinemar basata basacha. When it when when their measure is full. When you send her away, uh, then their the measure is full. So that's what we learn out from that chapter 27 of Azar. However, the Gomorrah is not happy uh, with that any. Uh, surely we have the following. Rava says, Rava says there are three times the word cup is mentioned when it talks about Mitzrayim. This is actually talking about uh, the dream of the butler. Uh, and actually the Gomorrah in Yerushalmi, uh, in, in, in Pesachim uh, actually mentioned their four cups and is actually one of the sources of the Yerushalmi for four cups of wine. Anyway, be that as it may, uh, the, what we have, three are only counted here because three mentioned are actually in the dream itself. The fourth is actually in Joseph's interpretation of the dream. So uh, that's why it, it mentions just uh, three cups uh, in the actual dream itself. Uh, it says, uh, One cup uh, was the cup of destruction that it drank at the time of Moshe with the, with the ten plagues, etc. Uh, and the other one is at the time of Paro Necho, uh, who was exiled and defeated by Nebuchadnezzar uh, at the time of the destruction of the first Beit HaMikdash. So that was also a destruction came to Egypt then. And the third one is going to drink in future uh, with its other friends. In other words, at times of the Mashiach, uh, there'll be another cup uh, of, of destruction that it will have to drink. Okay, so here we see that a nation uh, is um, punished more than once. Here it mentions three punishments for Egypt. Uh, and the Gemara says, uh, you know, you, you might have thought, you might have thought, Hanach, 
as as I do Vahana Akhrini and Ninu. You might have thought, well, the old Egyptians were actually destroyed. And here uh, we must be talking about uh, new Egyptians, and these are new people. Vatanya, uh, we have a brighter, and there's a brighter in the times of um, uh, Rabbi Akiva, so it was around about the destruction of the temple. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Minyamin, Gaimitri, Haya, Likhaver, Matavidash, Rabbi Akiva, Minyamin who converted, who was an Egyptian convert, was a friend of mine from uh, Rebbe Akiva's students. And I'm a Minyamin, uh, Minyamin Garimitri, he says, listen, uh, I know that uh, only a third generation Egyptian is able to convert and marry a Jewish person. Uh, what I'm going to do, Ani Mitri Rishon, he says, I'm a first generation Mitri, uh, married to Vanasset, Mitri Rishon, and I married a first generation uh, Egyptian convert. And as... Uh, um, I see, I'm going to, uh, my son is a second generation because it's the next generation, so he becomes second generation, uh, and I'm going to marry him to a second generation Mitri convert. Uh, so that a third generation uh, convert, Egyptian convert, is able to join the Kal. So we see here uh, that if you would have thought that uh, the Egyptians have really been uh, uh, destroyed and then replaced by another nation who calls themselves Egypt, well then that doesn't work uh, because here it seems to be saying that um, even during the time of Rabbi Akiva, uh, which was uh, you know long after uh, the the uh, you know. The, the destruction, you know, around about the destruction of the second temple. So, uh, you know, even the fact that he's still saying that he was Egyptian means that uh, Egypt uh, still was intact, as it were, uh, and, uh, and, and the nation of Egypt was still intact. So, therefore, <coughs> uh, we, we can't just answer that they were replaced. So, therefore, we see that uh, uh, this, this thing doesn't work. Once a nation gets to its full measure, it gets totally destroyed, because Mitraim, Egypt, is one of those nations that didn't. So, therefore, Ella... So therefore, if anything was stated uh, with regard to that, it was stated as follows: Amrav Chinana Ba Papa, Rav Chinana Ba Papa says, "Aina Kodesh Baruch Hu Nifra Min Hamelech Ad Shaat Shilucho." Hashem only contends with a king until his time is to be sent away. So it's it is talking about. Um, uh, waiting till he gets to his full measure, and then and only then uh, will he get sent away. And and uh, wait until a, a king has got enough uh, problems, uh, negative uh, things happening, and uh, you know, sins that he's he's done, and then the king gets punished, and the king gets sent away. All right, that is that is that, and that's what we use that that uh, verse four in chapter twenty-seven of Isaiah. All right, so now Amaymar Matni Lahai Rav Chinina Bapapa Hai. Rav Amaymar teaches us that the statement of Rav Chinina Bapapa was taught with regard to the following. Amadiktiv Kina Hashem, Lo Shaniti Vatem, Benesh Yaakov, Lo Kilitem. Says, I don't change, says Hashem, and you, sons of Yaakov, are not destroyed. Ani Hashem lo shaniti, I'm Hashem, I don't change, lo hikati, lo ma vashanita li. I've never had to hit a nation more than once, okay? Because once I've hit it once, that's the end of the nation. Vatem b'nei Yaakov, lo kelitem. But I don't let that happen with the Jewish people. I have not destroyed you. Hanu diktiv, chetzeh, 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 chetze
I will uh, use up all my arrows on them, talking about the Jewish people. Uh, the Jewish people aren't like that. Hashem used up his arrows uh, and uh, will come along and punish us for our sins, but will never completely wipe us out. Uh, and, and that is that. All right, so... Um, so, so, so that uh, uh, th- that is that statement of Rav Kineva Papa uh, that uh, it, you uh, he says that it, it things that people uh, kings don't get uh, fully punished until uh, you you contend with her. So therefore, um, arrows are you know get used up, but the Jewish people are not consumed. Okay, so Hashem doesn't do that with the Jewish people. That is what he's saying, and he does that with non-Jews. Right, I'm a Rav Hamnuna. Rav Hamnuna says, "I'm a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Nifral me nadam. sato." A person does not, Hashem does not punish a person until he's got to a certain minimum measure, uh, and and then the sayer is full, uh, because then the verse says, "Shnema banot sifko yaitzerlo." Because uh, in, the, in the fullness of his sufficiency, he'd be in in trouble, uh, and 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 that's what we're talking about, and 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 the things are going to come to him, and that's talking about Eov. All right, so so that then and only then. So you've got time beforehand uh, to um, uh, repent. Right, Darius Rav Kinnina Papa. Once we mentioned Rav Kinnina Papa, uh, we quote another statement uh, in his name. Uh, what's the drosha? He says, my addictive. Uh, it says, what does the verse mean? It's Psalm 33, uh, verse 1. Uh, Rejoice. Uh, in Hashem, you righteous. And it says, uh, for straight people, Navatila. Uh, praise is good for the straight people. Atikra Navatila, talking about uh, praise is good uh, for these people. Ella Nave Tila, a house of praise. Nave is uh, is a house as well. And uh, Nava was the previous word, and there's Nave, uh, then the house uh, of, 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 uh, of, of praise. What does that mean? Ze Moshe David, this is referring to Moshe and David. Shalor, Shatu, Sonahem. Uh, any time uh, that that Moshe and David did something, it lasted for forever, and uh, and and still the enemies didn't rule over what they achieved. Okay, and as we're going to see, each of them uh, built something for Hashem, and that remains in place today. Uh, this this house, as it were, David, uh, the first one with David, uh, when it says. Um, Tavu uh, So what happens is that David uh, came along, uh, and, and in Ir David he had uh, put walls uh, all around uh, the the city. And when the time came for the destruction, uh, those walls weren't destroyed. Uh, it says they sank into the earth. All right, they they sank into the ground. Uh, they weren't destroyed by enemies, uh, but they just sank into the ground uh, miraculously. Uh, and, and that's it. So. Uh, um, and uh, and and also now with Moshe Damamar uh, because we have a tradition. Uh, so with with David we have a verse and maybe that's why it's first even though chronologically it was the opposite. Um, and Damamar uh, Moshe it says Minishira by Mikdash Rishon Nignazu Oil Moed. When we built this first Beit Hamikdash uh, we buried uh, the oil moed. Karashav Krasav Uvrichav Vamudav Adanav. All the bits and pieces of of it, the boards, the cloth, the bars, the pillars, the sockets, uh, etc. All of them. Uh, were um, uh, uh, buried underneath the ground, as we're going to see. Uh, uh, you know, Hecha, uh, where do we, do, do, it was it buried uh, and it wasn't destroyed. So the Mishkan wasn't destroyed; it just got uh, put away, it got hidden. Amarav Chista, Amaravimi, Tachat Michilot Shal Hechal, underneath the tunnels of the Hechal. Right, so that's where uh, the whole Mishkan is, and therefore, what we wouldn't want, and, and this is a, a concept uh, that. Um, 
uh, we see we see elsewhere as well because it says that one of the reasons that uh, Moshe wasn't allowed into Eretz Israel uh, was because of the fact that uh, if he would have been allowed into Eretz Israel, uh, then uh, he would have built the Beit Hamikdash. Once he uh, Moshe built the Beit Hamikdash, uh, because uh, everything that Moshe had uh, had a permanence to it. Uh, therefore, as a result, uh, what would have happened is the fact that uh, it wouldn't have been destroyed in Hashem, uh, because the Jewish people, assuming they would have still sinned, uh, would have uh, been liable to their own punishment, and Hashem wouldn't have been able to destroy the house uh, that, uh, that if it was built by Moshe, uh, the temple if it was built by Moshe, and he would have had to take it out on the Jewish people themselves and destroy the Jewish people, uh, which is obviously uh, not uh, the correct thing, and that's actually one of the reasons that we uh, come and we actually uh, even though the temple started burning on Tishabav uh, itself, it started burning towards the evening. So you might think that would be the most severe uh, time of the fast, because that was the time of the actual destruction towards the, the evening of the ninth of Av. And what happens is, actually, uh, what we do, we, there's a slight lessening of... Um, uh, of, of morning practices that you just really uh, one morning practice that's lifted uh, that is where you you, you sit on a, on, a, on a normal chair after midday uh, none of the other practices uh, are lifted all the other ones uh, remain in place learning and, and saying hello to people all of that uh, still remain until the end of the day but uh, well, you know if you think about it why would you actually do it at the moment of absolute destruction uh, why would you be actually lessening the prohibitions surely the prohibition should get even more severe uh, in, in the, the, the situation. So, uh, you know, why, why less severe? Because we see that actually it's a more hopeful time because Hashem took his anger out on the bricks and, and, and stones uh, of, the, of the, 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 you know, the beams and stuff and he destroyed that. He destroyed the Mikdash, uh, but we remained. Okay, so that is, uh, that's, uh, that, that's the, the concept uh, that we're talking about here. So that's why Moshe couldn't go into Eretz Yishol because if he would have built the Beit Mikdash, it could have actually been worse for the Jews. All right, uh, going back uh, to the Sota. Now, Tanrabanan, Sota, Natna, Ena, Vimisha, Enora, Oila. All right, so what happens is now we move back into the Mida, Keneged Mida, and, uh, and, and what happens uh, when people do things uh, that they shouldn't be doing, uh, and we're going to bring in a whole lot of uh, stories uh, and, and a, big, a lot of Agarata. So the Sota put her eyes on someone who is not uh, fit for her, okay, this uh, adultra. Masha Biksha, Lonitanla, not only uh, did she fail to get uh, what she uh, she wanted to get, Uma Shibada uh what she what she had uh, she loses as well. Uh, in other words she had a husband and now she loses her husband. In fact she loses her life. Uh, and uh, you know, he, but even according to the one the opinion that the waters may have, for whatever reason, not work, uh, and, uh, and and stuff like that. But still, uh, her husband uh, divorced her if it's found out that she did have adultery. Okay, so either you know, either she did have adultery, or else the water was a tester uh, to see if she had adultery. So either she 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 admits it, uh, and that's it. She can never go back to the adulterer, uh, not not allowed to marry him, and she's also not allowed uh, to marry her husband if she admits to the adultery. I mean. Um, her husband divorced her uh, if she admits to the adultery. Okay, so she uh, what she had, she loses, and what she wanted, uh, she doesn't get. And so too, uh, uh, the Gemara now generalizes, if you put your eyes on something that does not belong to you, uh, what you want is not given to you, and what you actually have got 
uh, is uh, is taken away from you. So it's incredibly destructive uh, to behave in this manner to try and get something that was never yours. All right. So now, Vakain Matsun Benachashakamoni. Now we give a whole lot of examples, uh, and the first one we start off with uh, is uh, the snake. Uh, right, right at the beginning of. Um, Gan Eden, uh, the snake, the the primordial uh, snake. Shinatan Enav, Bema Bema Shainuraulo. He put his eyes on something that wasn't fit for him. I.e., um, uh, Adam and and Chava specifically, Chava specifically. Okay, and uh, and and therefore uh, he wanted to uh, live with uh, with Chava. And what happened is Mashubikesh, law not law, not new law. What we wanted uh, was not given to him. Okay, he lost. He didn't uh, get to. Um, uh, be with Eve, Umashi Rado, not la, not luhu, mimenu, and what was uh, what he had uh, was taken from him. What does that mean? Amar Kodesh Baruch Hu, Hashem said, Ani Amati, Yeh Melech, I'll call Bahem Avchai. Really, the king of the the beasts uh, was meant to be uh, the snake. Uh, okay, uh, but then now it becomes uh, you're meant to be over the king of all the wild beasts and and domesticated animals, etc. Achshav Arur who mikola bahema and now you're more cursed uh, than any of it. Okay, so it rebounds in a in a very bad way uh, for the snake. Okay, and uh, you're just eating dust all the days of your life. So uh, the Gemara says. Um, uh, it says that Hashem uh, said that the, the snake should be uh, walk upright. Now you should uh, slide and slither on your belly. I said that you'd eat uh, the same food that uh, a person eats. Okay, this would have been an animal uh, that uh, would have actually eaten human food. Okay, Akshav Afar Yachal. Now you'll just eat dirt. Uh, you won't taste anything. Even if uh, certain types of snakes uh, could swallow uh, prey whole, uh, but they don't uh, get any enjoyment. They don't taste it. They don't eat. Uh, they only eat it uh, for the nourishment uh, perspective, uh, and that that is that. So even though. Um, there's no taste involved. Everything tastes like dust. Who am I? Rog, Adam Vesai et Chava. He says, listen, I'm going to kill uh, Adam and then I can be a ch- have a chance to be to live uh, with Chava Akshav. Eva, I said, Bain Cha, Uvein Eisha, Uvein Zara Cha, Uvein Zara. All right, so basically what happens is that, uh, you know, um, a lot of people uh, have, have got this phobia of snakes and they hate snakes, etc. Uh, this enmity uh, between Humans and snakes. That's that's what it is, and uh, um, and uh, you know that that's that's just how it is, uh, and uh, you know, and that that's as a result of the snakes' misbehavior. Vechain and so too uh, gives a long list of people. Uh, Kain uh, wanted to you know control the whole world. He wanted to uh, to uh, um, you know be in charge of everything. He was jealous of uh, Hevel. Hevel. Uh, he seems to have had. <coughs> on a midrashic level, um, he had an extra sister uh, that was born. Kain was born with one twin sister. Hevel was born with two. Uh, Kain wanted to kind of uh, take over the world, etc. And so too, he wanted something, uh, and he what, what was what he had. Uh, he didn't what he wanted. He didn't get, and what he got, what he had, he lost. Okay, because all of a sudden he had to wander around the earth. You know, Korach, the same thing uh, with Korach. Uh, he wanted to be a kohen, wanted to be in charge of the kuna. Uh, what he what he you know didn't get uh, the kuna. And he got swallowed up into the earth. Okay, Bilam, uh, Bilam. 
is an example of uh, someone who wanted to come and destroy the Jewish people. Um, <clears throat> and uh, what happens is, not only didn't he destroy uh, the Jewish people, uh, and also, you know, w- what he wanted, he didn't get, uh, but also he got killed uh, as well. Uh, Doeg, uh, the same thing with Doeg, he wanted to try uh, go against uh, King David, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and, and try... Um, you know, side with uh, King Shaul, uh, go against David, uh, double cross David, etc. So thing with Achitofel, uh, Achitofel, uh, who also uh, was jealous of David. Vegechazi, uh, who took Naaman's money. Uh, this was money that was given to him to cure Naaman's tarat, uh, and uh, and and it was meant to be. He, he, uh, it was given by Naaman to Elisha, and Elisha refused it. But Gechazi came back later and said, "Listen, I want it." So uh, he wanted that extra money. Vav Shalom. Absalom, we're going to see he wanted the kingdom, uh, and 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 uh, we're going to see stories about him coming up. Uh, Vaduniah, uh, and and the same thing with Adoniah, who also wanted the kingdom. Uh, what what they both wanted never came uh, thing, and uh, never came true, and they lost uh, their lives as a result. Vaman, uh, Adoniah, sorry, Uziah, Uziah wanted to be a kohen. Uh, he got struck with Sarat uh, instead. Vaman, and the same thing with Haman. He wanted to control uh, and 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 destroy all the Jewish people. People, uh, what happens is uh, he didn't uh, achieve that, and and what happens is that now we have a holiday uh, where we eat hamantash, and you know, so he actually gave us the genesis of a new holiday. Uh, all of them, uh, they put their eyes on something that was unfit for them. Uh, what was uh, uh, what they wanted, uh, what they desired, was not given to them. And what was uh, what they wanted wasn't given to them what they had uh, was removed from them. Okay, uh, on to the Soto herself. Uh, it says, uh, she, she started her transgression uh, with the thigh, and then afterwards the stomach, therefore the, th- the thigh uh, gets hit first, and then afterwards uh, the stomach. Where do I know that uh, from? Maybe because of the Pasuk. Because the, the, the verse says, I'll make your thigh fall away, and your belly will swell. Uh, so they put star before belly. Uh, maybe that's the proof. But uh, then when it actually happens, uh, it says, uh, stomach starts swelling first. It goes through like normal water. Uh, the stomach starts swelling first. And then afterwards, her thigh uh, gets uh, uh, hit as well. So therefore, uh, you know, it, it seems to be uh, that it, it, uh, it, it's not uh, the thigh first. So how to understand the thigh first? And Amar so Abai says, Kilait. Uh, uh, when he curses, uh, when the Quran curses her, uh, he curses first the thigh because that was the the the, the part of her body uh, that uh, went and. Um sinned, uh, initiated uh, the sin first, and then afterwards he curses the stomach, because uh, that only happens later on uh, in the uh, uh, in, in the process, okay, so it goes leg first and then the stomach, Umaya, uh, ki badki, uh, when, the, when the water checks her, ki urchayu, uh, badki, it goes through in the normal way, uh, gets swallowed down her throat, then first it hits her stomach and then afterwards uh, it goes into her legs, firstly her, her um, stomach first and then uh, her thigh, uh, but in, in, in the klala, in the curse, it also is written that's about better in the It also says your your stomach should swell and your and your leg should your thigh should fall away. No, really, what that teaches the the kohen uh, to say that listen. Um, 
her stomach's going to get affected first, and then the thigh. So no one's going to cast aspersions on the water. Uh, you know, saying, listen, oh, this woman did blow up, but you know, maybe she had a, a pre-existing condition or something like that. Uh, you know, because it didn't happen the way you wanted to. Very similar uh, to the, uh, the the astrologers at the time of, 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 of you know, Moshe and the time of the death of the firstborn. Uh, that is why Moshe said, like around midnight, Hashem is going to come along and destroy all the firstborn. Uh, he didn't say exactly at midnight uh, because then uh, they could have said, oh, well, it, it happened after midnight, it happened before midnight, it wasn't exactly at midnight. Uh, and you would have had a whole lot of things the doubters over there so Hashem said around midnight so here too the same idea um, uh, he, he tells her uh, that uh, it is going to affect her in different ways alright so now uh, we move on and um, we see other people uh, that uh, uh, you know uh, and we're going to see for good and bad uh, in this instance uh, we start off uh, with one uh, that are a little bit uh, not so good uh, Shimshon went after his eye therefore the Philistines uh, gouged out his eyes okay and we quote the verse the Philistines grabbed him obviously after he lost his strength uh, and they went ahead and put out his eyes okay so that's Mida, Kinneget Mida over there. Absalom, uh, Absalom, which was David's son, uh, he uh, was, uh, you know, he, he rebelled against his father. His father had to run away from him. Uh, he declared himself the king, uh, etc. Uh, he was very proud of his hair, uh, okay, and, and, and once. Um, his hair, uh, uh, the uh, you know, his hair, uh, you know, and, and he was, his hair got caught in the tree. We're going to see it um, coming up uh, in the next few days. Therefore, he got hung uh, by his hair, and it says the fishabah. even because uh, he uh, had relations with ten of his father's concubines. Lefi lun viot. He got ten spears uh, thrust into him. Yasovu, Asra, Anashim say Clay Yoav, the ten young men that were with Yoav that, that uh, carried his armor uh, came along. They they went around him and they killed him. Uh, Avshalom. Okay, we'll see the story in a bit. Lefi, Shiganav Shlosha, Gnevot, Leiv Aviv, Leiv Beitin, Leiv Yisrael. He stole three people's hearts. In other words, the the heart of his father, who didn't realize that he was behaving this way. Uh, the the heart of the Beitin, who thought that he was also a good guy. Israel uh, and the heart of the Jewish people. Uh, so that's um, he did all of those three things. Shema Vikanav Shalom at Levan Israel. And even though it, it, it doesn't quote uh, with you know with his um, heart of his father, the heart of the Beit, and it just quotes the last one. Uh, it seems to maybe you know imply that everyone was included. Vikanav Shalom at Levan Israel. He um, uh, you know he stole the hearts of the Jewish people. Lefichach Nitku. Shvatim, he got three um, spears uh, into him. So he had the, these lances, uh, these ten lances, and uh, and then three spears uh, in his heart. Shnemar, v'kach shlosha shvatim bechafo v'itnaim belayv avshalom. These three spears uh, that were in his hand uh, got got thrust into the heart of Avshalom. Okay, so that is 
Avshalom. Right. V'chein l'inian tova. Now we move on uh, to the good. Okay. It says Miriam uh, um, him tina le Moshe shachad. Moshe waited. Uh, Miriam, sorry, waited to see what was going to happen uh, with Moshe. Uh, she waited from afar uh, to make sure that he was right. And then Bicho bat bat paro comes along and, and pulls Moshe out the water. Okay. Uh, and uh, and and she says uh, she waits a little bit for him. Shemay. Did to say about time he's sister waited from afar to see what was going to happen. Lefichach nit akvu bo elai elai Yisrael shiva yamim. Therefore, the Jewish people waited uh, seven days uh, for um, uh, delayed, uh, delayed. You know, seven days uh, to wait for Miriam uh, to recover from her tzarat, and she was had to be outside the camp uh, for seven days. Uh, Miriam and uh, the, the nation didn't move until Miriam was gathered uh, back into the camp. All right, uh, that was after her issue with Sarat. Okay, um, of course she spoke uh, negatively against Moshe. All right, so now Yosef, Yosef, who was the greatest amongst all the brothers, he was the one uh, that buried his father. Okay, and uh, we quote Shemav Yosef, Yosef got up uh, and and went up to bury his father Vialimo Gamrecha Gamprashim and then afterwards later on uh, talks about his brothers uh, his, his his brothers his father's house etc and 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 that, uh, after that it talks about chariots horsemen etc there were a lot of people Imo Gamrecha Gamprashim chariots horsemen etc Namilano Gadom Yosef Shlon Bo Elamoshe so who had you know who had a greater burial than Yosef there was surely it was Moshe uh, that actually came and went and transported uh, Moshe's coffin right so so we see that um, uh, and this and you know so so uh, the greatest person of the generation uh, transported the coffin Moshe Zakha Batmo. Hatsamot Yosef, Vain Yisrael, Gadol Himenu. Moshe was the one who gathered Yosef's um, uh, remains to Eretz Yisrael. Okay, as we're going to see along with other brothers, maybe. Uh, but Moshe carried both Joseph's bones to Eretz Yisrael, uh, and we know Shnei Ma'avikach Moshe. Hatsamot Yosef Himo. Moshe took the the bones of Joseph uh, with him, and just you know, uh, once we um, you know um, mention uh, that um, <clears throat> uh, you know, so he we see that he wasn't involved in any of the treasure collecting at the time. The Jewish people did it, uh, but Moshe uh, was looking really for uh, the bones of Yosef. And Moshe was so great uh, that Hashem himself only um, you know, uh, got involved with these burials. Hashem, it says he buried himself, Moshe, but really we know that Hashem uh, buried Moshe. Moshe It wasn't only said with Moshe. Uh, the, the verse says you, the righteous should go in front of you and the glory of Hashem uh, should gather you in. Okay, uh, the, um, the, now we get to the Mishnah uh, and, uh, and, and the Mishnah says as follows. Uh, oh, sorry, that was the, the, the Mishnah. Now the Gemara says, Tan Rabbanan, Shem Shon Be'enav, Marad Shnemar Vyomishim Shomelaviv Ota Kahli Kihi Yesharabana. Shimshon rebelled with his eyes. He uh, he looked improperly at these uh, Philistine uh, women uh, and he says to his his mother and father, because uh, they were saying to him, Listen, why can't you marry a nice Jewish girl? What's wrong with these Jewish girls? Uh, etc. Uh, why do you have to come along and take uh, a Philistine uh, woman? So Shimshon said, Listen, take her because she is good in my eyes. Uh, she's straight in my eyes, she's good, uh, pleasant in my eyes. Uh, 
therefore, uh, as a result of him misusing his eyes, lefichach nikru plishtim etanav. Therefore, the Philistines gouged out his eyes. Shnemar v'chazu plishtim v'nakru etanav. The Philistines grabbed him uh, when he was weak, etc., and they gouged out his eyes. Any uh, is that really so? Vakativ v'avivimo loyada. Hashem, he, uh, his father and his mother didn't even know uh, that it was uh, from Hashem because really uh, Shimshon behaved like a maverick uh, like a person you know that, that was just uh, doing crazy things uh, and uh, we weren't sure he went along and lived with the, uh, with the Philistines but meanwhile uh, his whole plan uh, was to go along and destroy them uh, because, you know being, being so close to them he could work out uh, what they were going to be doing uh, he could pass on uh, this information uh, back uh, to the Jewish people so that's what he did and he did it successfully uh, uh, for for you know we're going to see that uh, it was twenty years uh, that he did it for uh, etc. So, uh, uh, so 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 surely. Um you know, that so Shimshon didn't tell anyone about that because that uh, this was his cover. Uh, you know, obviously, if you're a spy, you don't tell anyone you are a spy. Uh, therefore, his father and his mother didn't think anything it was from Hashem. Uh, they thought that you know the whole point of him uh, being like this is he could, could come along and go along. He pretended to be like Philistine, uh, Philistine, and Plishti, uh, and he thought that uh, what he could do uh, was kind of uh, through being on the other side of the system, uh, help the Jews and give them information, etc. So that's that's the way he uh, played uh, this game. So he went ahead and uh, pretended to get jealous, or maybe he did get jealous, and went ahead and destroyed uh, his fiance's uh, house, and he burned down fields and and all things like that. All right. So uh, so and, and even his father and his mother, uh, when you're playing a secret agent, even your father and mother uh, don't know what's going on. Lo yada kim Hashem he didn't realize uh, this was all from Hashem. Uh, that the way he was behaving was from Hashem, uh, and that's it. So. So surely they were blissfully unaware. No, even though Hashem punished the Egyptians, uh, when he went, he followed his uh, Yetzah and he didn't really act uh, for the sake of Hashem. Okay, so that is... um, uh, the, you know that that's uh, that's what he did. Uh, he went to Babylon. This is very similar. It's a whole discussion about uh, when the Jews were told at Brit Banabitarim that they were going to be uh, slaves in a land that weren't theirs. Uh, you know how can you come along and punish Egyptian if it was foretold? Uh, have you where's where's the free choice gone? So we say no. Each individual uh, Egyptian uh, could have uh, come along and punished. Uh, you know and, and uh, subjugated the Jews, or you know, they could have not subjugated the Jews. Yeah, they went ahead and subjugated the Jews, and that wasn't um you know the more than they should have so to yeah um you know shimshon was was told to be with uh, these uh, philistine women and that that was his modus operandi but uh, he seems to have got a bit sucked into it okay so here we're going to see a few things that seemingly are negative of shimshon then tomorrow's stuff uh, we're going to do a whole lot of things that seem to be very po- pro- um, uh, positive for shimshon that we see shimshon is a very complicated uh, complex multifaceted character uh, and certain times he was unbelievable like no, no one better than him and other times he seems to have done some quite questionable uh, things. All right, uh, we're going to see that all in the Gemara coming up. Tanya, really, Shimshon started off in Aza. That's where he saw a, um, uh, you know, Lefichach, Lakab Aza. That's why he got punished in, in Gaza. It says his beginning initial indistraction was in Gaza. He went down to Gaza and he saw over there a uh, this um, young uh, this girl, okay, this uh, this um, woman, okay, who was a zona, a harlot, okay, and uh, and and he saw that, <coughs> and then he had relations with her. 
Lefikach lakav azah, and then he got punished in Gaza. Dictiv viridu oto azata. That's where they captured him in Gaza, and they t- tied him up with uh, with brass change, and he ground in the prison house. Okay, the grounding in the prison house is going to be significant. Okay, as we'll see. Vakativ very chishom timnata. But then uh, it was written in an earlier verse. This was all chapter sixteen, uh, and uh, in chapter fourteen uh, it says very chishom timnata. He went down to Timna. Uh, so so, so surely that uh, he went down, meaning that he did the wrong thing. Uh, and, and, you know, down means spiritually down, surely. He went to Timnata. No, in, uh, in, with, uh, with, in Timna, uh, he might have married this uh, Philistine woman, but he probably converted her, uh, etc. Uh, so he married her, uh, as opposed to uh, this uh, other one in uh, um in Gaza, who he never married, okay, just had relations with her. All right, so now, Vahi Akrei, Cain, Avak, Isha, Benachal, Sorek, Vashama, Delila. And afterwards, it came to pass that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, and her name was Delila, right, Delila, uh, as we call her in English. Okay, and it says, Rebbe, uh, Rebbe says, listen, uh, you know, the, the fact is that we do learn things out of people's names, um, and Delila means kind of uh, to cut so much that it's like hanging by a thread. Uh, and Rebbe says, If her name wasn't Delilah, we would have called her Delilah in any case. Why? She came along and she weakened his strength. She weakened his heart. And she weakened his deeds. Okay, we're going to see these three things exactly what happened. Um, uh, et koko, she weakened his strength. Addictive, because uh, uh, the verse says, koko, love his uh, strength. Uh, after she, he told her uh, what his strength was, she had his hair cut off, and then uh, his strength disappeared. Um, uh, away from him and became like a normal person. Dildila et libo, she kind of uh, weakened his heart. Dictive, vetera dililia, ki gidlo et ko libo. She saw that he told her his whole heart. In other words, he started speaking the truth because up until now, um, uh, she'd been asking him, you know, what is your. She was bribed, uh, Delilah was bribed uh, by all the, the Philistines. Uh, listen, you know, what is this guy's strength? We need to find the source of this guy's strength. And every time she asked him, she says, please tell me, lovey, uh, you know, what is the source of your strength? And what happens is, is that every time he, um, uh, he tells her uh, something that's untrue, and then uh, th- th- she does that type of thing, and all he does is kill the people uh, that come uh, to, to uh, try attack him in the way uh, that he'd, he'd said. Uh, so it was all kind of a ruse, etc. I'm not quite sure why he, he trusted her necessarily anyway, uh, but we'll see now uh, maybe why uh, he eventually gave up. Anyway, um, um, uh, and uh, she she took his heart. In other words, she realized that he was telling the truth. Dilila et ma'asav, and she went along and weakened his deeds. Dislek shkina mimen, and and the shkina actually disappeared um, uh, from him. Okay, Samra uh, He woke up after his sleep, and then he tried to fight away uh, these people, and uh, we didn't realize that Hashem had disappeared from him. Okay, so you know Hashem disappeared from him uh, because he didn't have his long hair anymore, uh, so he didn't have that power uh, and the like. Anyway, uh, Hashem, you know, there's certain other sins that he might have done, uh, etc.
Anyway, um, but that's that's that. We'll see. The uh, Delila Kigidlo et Kolibo. It says Delila uh, knew uh, that he taught all her heart. That's how she kind of weakened his heart. Minayada. How do you know? Uh, two answers. Amaravchanin. Amarav. Ravchanin. Rav says Nikarin Devremet. People know when you're telling the truth. There's a certain. Um, uh, believability when you actually tell the truth uh, sometimes people say listen i know i don't i don't really trust him i don't believe he's telling the truth okay it's like a sixth sense uh, that you've got uh yeah uh, which says that you uh you know you know when someone is telling the truth <clears throat> okay um uh, another answer by ahmad yada bo or to tzadik to law mayfik shem shaman levatala she knew that this tzadik uh, shimshon uh, wouldn't say shim's name in vain and he, she said, I'm a Nazir uh, for God. And, uh, and, and she used Hashem's uh, you know, uh, name over there. And once she used Hashem's name, she realized uh, he doesn't say Hashem's name for no reason. And therefore, Hashtavara Kushta Kamar, he's definitely telling the truth now. Okay, uh, and uh, now, Vaki, ki itzika lo, v'davera kol ha'imim. She pressed him uh, every day with all of her words, v'ta'altzehu, and uh, she urged him, and then it says that it, it upset him uh, very much. My ta'altzehu, uh, what does ta'altzehu urged him mean? Amar av Yitzhak, v'advei, d'rav ami b'sha'at kamar bia, nishmata mitakteha. She kind of slipped away uh, from underneath him at at the moment of his um, uh, finalization of his beer, of the relations with her, she slipped away under, from underneath him. So number one, uh, that was uh, really, you know, rendered it uh, most unsatisfying. Uh, but then on a deeper, on, on, a, on a more serious note, uh, that makes it um, uh, zera levatala, uh, wasting your seed in vain. Uh, and, and that is a big sin. So that's why uh, he was very upset uh, by uh, this um behavior and that kind of forced his hand as it were so even though you know he he, he shouldn't have revealed it uh, he ended up revealing it because he couldn't take it anymore and he told her the strength uh, of uh, the secret of his strength uh, was because he uh, never drank wine and also because he had never cut his hair all right so now we're going back uh, to chapter 13 in shoftim uh, where it talks about the initial contact with manoach and uh, and uh, Samson's mother, Samson's father is Manoach. Samson's mother <coughs> um, uh, is unnamed in the thing, but we do know we have a tradition that we know a name, um, <coughs> but uh, I haven't got it with me at the moment. But uh, Shamri Na Val Tishti Yain Vashaka Al Toklu called to me. The angel spoke to to Shimshon's mother. He said, uh, "I pray uh, that you you know that you shouldn't drink any wine or strong uh, wine." We saw that in in Nazir. Uh, it doesn't mean other drinks as well because the Nazi is allowed other alcohol uh, but he just can't have wine and it says well took called tamay you're not allowed to eat anything that's tamay so now what is anything that is impure i mean my call tamay any unclean thing but normally that refers to non-kosher things uh, you know but but obviously she wouldn't be eating them okay but two uh so we said like until now was she eating unclean things uh, that we were, she was now told not to do uh, so therefore amrav yitzchak devaduravami he says must be devarim hasrim benazir no you meant to uh, teach the child uh, how to behave and uh, and uh, and it shouldn't have you know um <clears throat> 
you know, you, sh- you shouldn't have um, gaps in his, his his knowledge, right? So so therefore, uh, what you shouldn't have is any grapes in the house, uh, because that could encourage him uh, to eat grapes. So therefore, even you know, once once he's taking it on, you as the parents have to support him, and you also uh, have to take it on uh, the inability to eat uh, certain things. You can't have that around the house. All right, we have a kail him at machtesh asher belechi after Shimshon. Uh, destroyed and killed a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. He called the place Lehi and then he got water. He was very, very thirsty and Hashem miraculously provided water. But the water came from the jawbone of the donkey. He says, Hi, this person, um, he wanted, he desired something that was unclean. I, um, the, the, the Philistine woman, um, therefore, therefore, his life was saved on something that was uh, I a donkey. All right, and um, uh, <clears throat> uh, the verse carries on. Said for Tayach Ruach Hashem, the spirit of Hashem uh, began to move him. Okay, Amar Rachama ba Rabbi Chanina, Rachami, but the son of Rabbi Chanina. <coughs> says, and this the Pasuk continues in Machane, down between Zerah and Eshtaol. We're going to quote that in a minute. Uh, it's Rav Kama, the son of Rakhanina, says, at Chalta, uh, Nuvata, Shal Yaakov, Avinu. We see here uh, that the, the, the prophecy of Yaakov uh, took place. Dictive, Vahi Dan, Nachash, Alei Darich. Because Dan should be a serpent on the way, and basically it would bite the horse's heels and the rider falls backward. So, this was uh, very typical of what Chimshon used to do. He used to go and these kind of vigilante attacks, uh, pretending he was mad and the like, and used to go along and just destroy um, uh, the, the Philistines from inside. So they never expected it, and that made it uh, all the worse uh, for them. So he went and uh, went and kind of destroyed them, uh, like, and then the rider just fell off uh, the horse. All right, and it says La Famo Machanedan. So to move in in Machanedan, Am Rav Yitzchak Devar Rav Ami. Rav Yitzchak, the son of Rav Ami, says Shaya she Haita Shkina Mekash Keshet Lefanav Kazug. The Shkina was wrangling, uh, was jangling, um, ringing within him. Okay, like a bell. Okay, So we see the Shkina was with him uh, at, at different points, and here uh, the Shkina is definitely with him. Ketiv Hacha the Pamo Machanedan. It says to move him in Machanedan, uh, as we quoted earlier. Ketiv Hatam Pamon Rivimon. When it talks about the clothing of the Queen Gadol, it says a bell, a Pamon, and a Mirimon and a pomegranate. Okay, so we see uh, that uh, that that same word is an allusion to the fact uh, that. He's able to move around um, uh, in 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 uh, Dan and move around uh, in the same way, you know. And the Shkina is with him like the bell. Right, Bain Sarah, Sarah, Ubain Eshtol between Zora and Eshtol. Amar of Asi, he said Sarah Eshtol Shnayrim Gurulim Hayu Vakran Shimshon Tachanan Sevaze. They were very large mountains, and Shimshon uprooted them and ground them one to each other, um, and. Um, uh, and uh, and and that that is okay. Maybe let's just carry on. And he went. Uh, the the verse uh, says the angel promised um, uh, his his parents, uh, specifically his mom. Uh, you should conceive and bear a child, and you shouldn't put a razor on his head because he's going to be a Nazir from his womb. And it says Yachel He will begin saving the Jewish people uh, from the Philistines. Amar Rabbi Kama, Rabbi Kanina, Rabbi Kama, the son of Rabbi Kanina, says who. This would uh, they were told that the oath of Avimelech was now 
uh, we have this in Nadarim, uh, where you'd make it profane. In other words, you ignore it. Uh, now it's been negated. Uh, and and because Avshalom had come, Avi Melech, sorry, who was the Melech of the Plishtim, uh, it says he says swear to me that you you know your children are not gonna deal falsely with me, uh, etc. Your your descendants are not going to be dealing with falsely with me. So yeah, uh, even though. Uh, uh, you know, it it, it seems that um, um, uh, you know that he he's violating the oath. But basically, what it is, uh, he says, uh, the oath is no longer binding, uh, because uh, the Philistines himself broke the oath uh, by by going against uh, the Jewish people. All right, uh, so uh, that is a good place to stop. Uh, we're still in the very much in the middle of the discussion about Shimshon. Uh, we'll pick up tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day.